Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fits Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fits. Get Up and Get Fits will be providing students with school books and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. 50,000 people per year. Five zero. <laughs> so, and today's guest is Lei Wang. Lei, how you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me here. Awesome, awesome. So I've actually been looking forward to this podcast interview with you because after having our discovery conversation, oh my goodness, your story is such an intriguing one. So I was excited about this conversation. So so as the first Asian American American as the first Asian woman to complete the Explorers Grand Slam, Lei has been a sought-after international motivational speaker since 2010. She has inspired people across the world to dream big and really achieve that fulfilling life, work, and relationship that are truly excited. Today, as an executive coach, Lay helps business leaders accelerate their careers to exciting new heights with ease and grace, lead their organizations to make a bigger impact and connect deeper with the community they serve. Lay, welcome. Thank you so much. Awesome, awesome. So but before I even dive towards my first question, right? Because, you know, this stands out. The first Asian woman to complete the Explorer's Grand Slam. Now, myself personally, I'm a venturer, right? So in college, I mean, I climbed the Adirondacks. I had, I took up a second minor and I, well, my, my second minor was, explore, was uh, exploration studies, right? Expedition, expedition studies. And we focused on rock climbing. But what I did climbing the Adirondacks was nothing compared to what Lay did. She, you understand? She's the first Asian woman to complete the Explorer's Grand Slam. Now, this is a feat that so many people have attempted but couldn't accomplish. So, Lay, I want you to explain to our viewers, our guests, what the uh, what the Explorer's Grand Slam is to give them a better context before we even dive further. Sure. So. Explorer's Grand Slam, that means climbing the seven summits, the highest mountains on each of the seven continents, and the speed to the North Pole and the South Pole. Mm. Wow. So this, me climbing the, the Adirondacks Mountains in um, Plattsburgh, upstate New York, is nothing compared to what they accomplished, right? Wow. Well, Adirondacks actually is a great training ground because I started the whole thing when I was in Boston. So Adirondacks provide the best winter training environment. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. So, but my what I've what I've accomplished is very, very pale compared to you climbing seven top summits. That's amazing right there. So Lake, I want you to um tell us a little bit more about shelf about yourself, right? Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from China. So my life had many at least three distinguished work, like stage. The first okay. stage up until 2003, I was a typical, grew up a typical schoolgirl, Chinese schoolgirl who go to school, excel in exams, in 
work, study, everything, and then came to America, got into corporate America. My previous career was in IT and finance. So I have bachelor degree, master degrees in computer science, MBA mm. degree in marketing and finance. So you can imagine it's a typical career woman <laughs> in a typical corporate life. And then in 2003, 2004 timeframe, that inspired by a movie that I had this daydream of wondering what's the life on the other side of the world looks like, which means a life beyond the corporate world. That mm. is a wild life, the mountain life. I Because I grew up in Beijing, I never imagined myself to be anything athletic. I was just mm. a pure book nerd. And so when I had that daydream, actually my actual motivation at that time was I need to go to the gym. I need to be healthy. Maybe I said a lofty dream that I'll be motivated to go to the gym, go start running, go to a yoga class. So I can become a healthier person. And I didn't know for the next six years, I actually went far beyond the gym. I joined an outdoor club. I figured out how to drive on the highway to go to New Hampshire, mm. how to find a trailhead, how to read a map, how to camp out in the winter. So from there, took me six years that I actually finished Everest in 2010 mm. and also finished the other six of the seven summits and skied to the North Pole and the South Pole. So that was like surreal experience for me. I never expected myself to go that far. So obviously that was a huge transformation stage of my life. I became a totally different person. Mm. So after that, I became a motivational speaker, became a coach. Yeah, because I experienced so much transformation. I want to apply what I learned to help other people to get to the next stage to pursue their dreams in their career, in their life. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Mm, that's amazing right there. So, late. what takes a person right that was into computer science in corporate behind the desk right um the typical nine to fiver what was the driver that kept you going right when you were um looking to work on yourself um when you were in the gym and you started to try different things what was pushing you you know what was that switch that is a great question. Actually, that question I have been pondering all throughout my climbing years and still pondering every day today. 
because there's always things happening in life. I always wonder why, why did I do that? Why I was able to do that? Mm. So originally my motivation to go climbing was some kind of daydream, sound like looking for some kind of excitement. But later on, I just uh, make that dive deeper into what kind of excitement is that? It's not just like, oh, I go to see a beautiful place, go experience a new kind of life or meet new people. It's that excitement is about keep on excel yourself, keep on pushing forward, become a better yourself. Mm. So that kind of excitement coming from within. It's not about a competition, not about a status, about a title, about money, about anything. Mm-hmm. It's you see yourself transforming in front of your own eyes, become a different person. That kind of excitement, that is nothing can be compared. Mm-hmm. So that's what I just, uh, and that kind of excitement actually go many deeper levels. Later on in my other events and other things, uh, I realized that when we can fully grasp what truly excites us in our heart that can propel us to keep on going summit after summit you can go over one challenge and another with so much ease and grace and you don't even know how did i overcome this how did i succeed in that actually becomes so much easier when you find that internal drive you find the truth excitement in your heart mm, that's amazing right there no it's, it's funny because people tend to utilize um the animation and examples of skilling mountain types to get to, to get to your your goals right um but you you've done it you've done it in its uh practical state you you took up the challenge now prepare yourself to climb let alone one mountain right it's extremely hard right you have to you have to put yourself through crazy endurance training crazy strength training and even altitude training, right? It's extremely difficult, but you they only do one mountain. You you, you climb all, all the, the top summits, right? So after climbing the first summit, after right getting getting past to the first one, what changed? What what kind of change did you experience after fulfilling that first climb? Right? What I want you to describe to us right now. What what happened to you after that? Yeah, so actually the similar before each mountain. Before I get to the each mountain, first thought is wow, this time it's impossible. The first one actually definitely was thinking impossible. The next one, oh, this one is so much bigger, so much harder. No, I think it's impossible. But the another question would be, well, let me try to see how far I can go. So maybe I cannot go to the summit. Let me just put in my best effort. So every time I surpass my own expectation, well, almost like every time the coming back from death kind of appearance because I felt like it's impossible. Like I'm at end of my energy, at the end of my skill, at the end of my strength. Just let me push a little bit harder than be so, oh my God, I'm here. Like you don't even know how I got up there. It's just almost feel like you were just, and people say you're only putting one step in front of another one. Mm-hmm. And you just, I learned it just don't give up. It's a very yep. simple thing. If you have the faith, put in the best effort, just don't give up. You'll be surprised where you get to. Mm, amazing. So you highlighted two different, th- you highlight two key things. You mentioned if you have the faith, 
all right don't give up keep going right he also mentioned just keep putting one foot after the next um the reason why i mentioned these two things is because oftentimes we think about our lofty goals and we become intimidated right we, we become intimidated and that tends to um dissuade us from accomplishing those goals what do you tell your coaching clients about working towards accomplishing one's goals right how how do you how how do you um provide uh, provide guidance in terms of that one concept yeah that's a great question because for coaching we always start with a vision right it's like no matter what's your position you're a ceo you have a vision for your company if you're just an individual person maybe a vision for your life for your family for your own career so everyone has a grand vision a grand dream and a big so there's a two part one is a sometimes we're afraid to dream big so mm-hmm. when i first started always encourage my kind dream big go beyond what you think is possible your wildest dream if everything perfect what can what can happen what do you want to see what do you want to see happen in your life so go to wildest dreams don't be limited by what is possible mm. on the other side is we also need to be realistic. That realistic is in implementation, in execution. Okay. Vision is the one drive us the ultimate where I want to head to that ideal situation. But don't be limited by, oh, how far that is. That would take forever. I'll never be there. No, don't think about it. Just keep that beautiful picture in your mind. Then now let's focus on today. What is the next small goal you can achieve? What is the next small step you can take towards that direction? Doesn't matter you take a million steps to get there. Let's just focus on how we can take the first step. Don't think mm-hmm. about the other 99% of steps is impossible to far. One step, you can always make one small step towards that direction. So always keep a big picture in your mind, but focus on current, focus on present. The little step you can take on a daily basis to work move towards the smallest first goal first. Yes, indeed. That's awesome right there. So I I know you, you know, you can't, you come from a background of IT, computer, um, being, um, just being in the, the corporate world. And I know after you climbed all those mountains, all those summits, it changed you. But what made you decide to become a coach to want to inspire others? Yeah, so first, when I finished climbing, people want to hear my story. So I okay. got into co- into speaking. So I did speaking all over the world, telling people my story, sharing the message. And every time, yes, I did enjoy that kind of excitement of seeing people felt inspired, felt motivated. They're very mm-hmm. excited. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pursue that. However, normally, after speaking, you don't have a close connection or close contact with most of the audience. People mm-hmm. do write to me about what they learned, what they did. That is great. But I want to see more concrete impact I make in people's mm-hmm. lives. So whenever someone comes to tell me, because of you, I took this action, got this result, that made me super, super feel fulfilled of my mission. So I felt like, okay, I want more of that. So I learned, okay, coaching is a way for me to take my drive for inspiring people to the next step is helping people actually implement 
their dream, not just inspired to have this dream, but also help them to implement, to execute a plan so they really can build their dream life. Awesome, awesome. That's amazing right there. Um, question. How do you know do you know um approximately how many people have accomplished um the grand um the explorer's grand slam? Um I only tracked on two I finished. <laughs> so by the time I finished the probably about a dozen people were seven? A dozen, probably a dozen, ten to a dozen. By the okay. time I finished. Mm. Then after that there are more, but I just stopped the tracking. <laughs> yeah, 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 but that's still that's still a very small group, right? Compared to yeah. um all the explorers in, in the world. You know, I have, I have I have friends in New York that belong to the Explorers Club, right, in New York City. So yeah. um I do surround myself with some active individuals. Mm -hmm. Um wow, just a dozen. Um, when you accomplish that, that's amazing right there. All right, so now with your coaching, right? I want you to uh, describe to us your coaching style. When you're working with your clients, what's your style? What's your approach? Yeah, so similar to most of the coach, we always meet the client where they are, right? So mm -hmm. we connect clients, their vision, their goal with what's their current status, what's the plan we can execute. But I think my specialty is because my background, I have so many different sides of my background. I have a traditional career in IT, finance, marketing, corporate yeah. career, and I also did startups. And because of my Explorer Grand Slam experience, I have that unique power of getting things done. Because mm -hmm. getting things done, say the simple, is just one step in front of another, just one step at a time. But that takes a lot of faith, belief, confidence, and executing, like you said, habit is the foundation of success. So the yes, take Normally, success doesn't take overnight. We know that. So take mm -hmm. a lot of stamina, endurance, and you have to keep your face in the. Sometimes I say, like running a marathon in dark, cold night. There's no one cheering for you. There's no one waiting for you because you mm -hmm. can't see. You can't see destination. You have to keep your face going in the dark, cold night, running a marathon alone. So coaching is I run with my clients in that dark, cold night alone. Mm. So I have the faith, we're gonna get there. That faith give to my clients, doesn't matter how long this journey is, we're in this together, destination is in front of us. We just need to keep on going. So that kind of power, of confidence, of faith, of endurance is my unique strength because I see a lot of times it's very easy to give up. It take a lot of patience to tell clients, yes, this is a bump, there's another bump, but you need to keep going because from my experience, I know, keep going, you will get there. I will never let you give up your hope, never let you let yourself down. We will get there. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you are a rock, a foundation when it comes to, um, you know, you are, you are the beacon of hope. And you, you as you guide in your clients along the way, um, just you by you being around, right? That's that's a, a huge motivation right there. You know, that's a huge motivation right there. And, and as coach, um, it seems like you you it seems like you do a couple of different things. You inspire them, you motivate them as they're going along the line, and you're patient with them. You mentioned patience, right? Which is extremely important because people 
they go through emotions when they're working through their journey, right? Um, and that's the key, that's key right there, patience. And I'm glad I'm glad you you body that in your coaching practice. So I also want you to to share with us, right? This is something that I've been thinking about, um, you know, even before I hopped on, hopped on this interview with you. All right, you know, you accomplished such a, an amazing fate, an amazing accomplishment. So what excites you now? Like, what, what's the next big thing, you know? Yeah, the excitement comes from going to the summit with my clients. Oh, okay. Then every time when my clients make, make to the next milestone, like have a big aha realization of, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I haven't thought about it for so many years. That's so simple. But yeah, now you click. And I can see them making the next milestone to see them making the progress, go towards their dream. That excitement, going to the summit with my clients, that is much, much more exciting than myself going to any summit. Awesome, awesome. I love that response. <laughs> so, um, like, if someone were looking for a coach, right, what traits would you advise for them to look for? Yeah, definitely one is a background experience. Mm -hmm. And so, and the two is a connection because coaching is a very trust-based business. So if I'm going to go with you on this journey, I have to trust you really have my back. You yeah. will never let me down. You will never give up on me. That because I, that's why I need someone to go with me. So that kind of trust is really depend on person to person. So, that kind of connections I'm hard to describe, but you're going to see if you meet this person, you feel that's a trust you can build. Then you have the power to succeed in this journey. Awesome, awesome. So, um, Leia, I want you to describe your ideal client, right? What's your your perfect avatar? I want you to describe the traits to me. Yeah, my perfect clients are CEOs of a company that want to do something really purposeful that okay. benefiting the world because for me i have to believe in my client dreams so what mm -hmm. they are pursuing have be something that resonates with me that excites me that feels doing the good for the world mm -hmm. and two is the attitude the ceo want to change because they have succeeded to this point we did a lot of things great but at the same time they're also open-minded knowing there are things they can now see and they want to learn. They want to have someone be able to give them a candid feedback. Because a lot of time I know on the top is very lonely. You mm -hmm. don't really know who going to tell you the truth. Are they yeah. telling you the truth because some benefit they can get from you or something they can get from you? But as a coach, my only interest is for my client to succeed. So if I see something, you should adjust, you should improve. I'm not going to be shy to tell you because if I don't tell you, who's going to tell you the truth? Exactly. That's the only way you can make a progress by realizing where you can improve. And of course, when you are down and up, I'm not going to sugarcoat everything, but I'll encourage you, motivate you, keep you going. So I know the, the balance of two sides, which is based on honesty, based on trust, that's super important. Yes, yes, indeed. And I, I'm glad you mentioned um, the fact that it's lonely up top. And also, um, you know, when, when, you, when you are the go-to person, right, 
people tend to sugarcoat things, right? So I used to be a celebrity trainer back in the day, right? I worked with celebs and I used to see the entourage and people used to just fake it, right? There was there were so many fake people around these celebs and I always kept it honest, I always kept it real. So being able to be true and authentic when you work with your clients is so, so important because you're there to guide them despite where they're at, despite how much money they're making, despite who they know, you're there to always be authentic. And this is why, this is, this is, this is, this is why, and this is what every coach should, you know, focus on being authentic in their self, right? Focus on the goal, which is the client. And I'm, I'm glad you're able to embody that. Thank you. So are you currently working on any new projects um, that you could share with us? Um, I'm constantly, um, but the, I'm, I cannot share the details of my client's projects. So if the, my client does, some are working towards their next stage in their career, where some is like they have a big vision of taking their startup to the next stage. Okay. So I also, because of my background, also I had MBA in finance and marketing. I did a startup, a corporate, but also help on the business strategy side. So awesome. it depends on what my client needs. Sometimes it's mindset coaching. It's mm -hmm. just, even just personal development. Sometimes I'll give them on the business strategy side too. Yeah, I mean, everything starts from the mindset, right? So sometimes, you know, you, you have to start from there. <laughs> mindset is the foundation. Even strat business strategy is based on the mindset because sometimes we have so many strategies we want to implement and we try to spread things or have those fear. Can this be done or that? Lots of why we try different strategies sometimes with based on mindset too yeah so what are your thoughts on visualization right because i'm big on visualization and as a person that that that's also uh an athlete i consider you an amazing athlete especially with what you accomplish um do you utilize visualization when you're coaching your clients totally that's the first step i do with my clients to visualize your dream because when we say the dream is impossible we are even afraid to think about it. But if I take them on a, just a fantasy journey to start visualize them, and mm -hmm. we can realize the path towards the dream, then you're gonna see, oh, actually, it's possible. The path do exist. When you can, as I tell my client, if you can visualize your dream, we can get it. Yes, indeed. If you can see it, you can achieve it. Let's go. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so. Like if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yes, please visit my website, journeywithlay.com. Lay is L-E-I, so journeywithlay.com, where you can just email me at lay at journeywithlay.com. Awesome, awesome. Lay, thank you for coming on today's episode of How May I Serve You. I love your story. I love your passion. And what you've done you've actually inspired me right you know i've been i've been climbing a while so i think i need to get back outdoors <laughs> yeah, come. come to climb with me yes indeed so um where do you live again where are you currently residing I'm in seattle right now oh, seattle. Okay. yeah come climb with me you know that, that's one place i haven't been yet so maybe, maybe I'll, I'll take you up on that offer <laughs> yeah, um i before i moved here People told me, once you see West Coast, you're not going to come back. I said, really? Let me check it out. And it was true. I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. 
So, Lay, thank you, thank you again for coming on, and I'd like to thank all of our listeners for lending us their ears and their eyeballs. And last but not least, um, Lay, I have one last question for you. How may I serve you? I would appreciate you introduce me, connect me to other people who might be able to benefit from my coaching. Awesome, awesome. And I shall. I definitely shall. Now you're yeah. part of my network, so whatever you need, I'm here to serve. Yeah, I so, think um, probably the fitness, because a lot of people who are pursuing goals in our fitness, uh, the ideal kind of person, because they always want to improve themselves. Yes, indeed. You know, um, you know, I, I wrote a post of earlier today. I wrote self-improvement equals self-love, right? Exactly. Because in order for you to love yourself, you have to constantly be willing to work on yourself. You know? Uh, yeah, that's the foundation. Exactly. So, um, again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone that would benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care. Be blessed. And cheers. We out.